When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Audiobook Connection, behind the scenes with the creative teams. I'm Becky Parker-Geist and I'm your host. Audiobook Connection is your place to learn about the audiobook creative process and for authors to learn valuable tips on producing and marketing your audiobooks. This podcast is sponsored by Pro Audio Voices, helping great stories come alive through audiobook production and marketing. Thanks for joining me. Today, we're going to dive into the world of full cast productions and specifically with the idea of taking a theater play script or a screenplay and turning it into audiobook content. A couple examples of projects that we have recently done with this kind of approach where they started out as a play or a screenplay. One is the children's play, The House That Jack Built by Lyudmila Nestorenko. And another is Colopeche, which was produced by Trinacria Theatre Company. Those were both plays. And in the screenplay world, a couple projects we've worked on, one Cosmic Cowboy, the musical, which was a full-on musical with songs and everything, and more recently, Girl with a Violin, which also incorporated a lot of musical, musical performance and song, but in a slightly different way. So let's dive into what's doing this kind of material, some of the things that we need to pay attention to, and then also what the process is like, and a little bit about ways to use that finished audiobook to help you reach your goals, whether they are production in theater or a screenplay being produced. The first aspect we're going to cover is about visuals. Now, with theater or film, we obviously have a lot of visual component, whether it's live or whether it is filmed. And so one of the ways to think about this is just as in textbook where you have images or charts or other kinds of visuals that do not automatically translate into narrative, these same visuals, whether they're somebody moving across the stage or dancing or maybe a close-up of somebody's eyes, all of these kinds of visuals that are an integral and important part of the storytelling but not done through words. These are things that we need to adapt into that audio experience. Unlike static images in texts, visuals from theater and film are conveying action and emotion and subtext, again, that is not always carried forth in the words themselves. It may be supported in those words, but Not necessarily. It might even be contrary so that we get a whole other sense of what's going on. The look on an actor's face, a gesture, their body position related to another character, any or all of these may be conveying something important 
to the actual story and the listener's experience. Now, with a piece that is written as a play script or a screenplay, there is going to be some guidance in what's important to include because the writer has already figured out what needs to be conveyed through stage directions, through shot descriptions. They're telling us through that what is important that the words alone may not fully convey. So a part of our process for this aspect of it is taking what is written in the script and then converting that into or adapting it into the audio-only experience. If you are the author of a text like this, then you'll want to think about that. Am I including all the pieces that are important? And am I including things that maybe aren't important? For example, in a play script, you may have an idea that an actor crosses stage right. But does that specific cross tell something to the listener? Or is it just your way of thinking through and possibly helping the director in the theater to get a feel for how the the actors are moving around the stage? That's not conveying the kind of information that I just described. So you may want to look at your text, look at your stage directions specifically with the idea of what's important for the listener and what is not important. The next segment or element that we're going to cover is music and sound effects. Now, while theater does not always involve music, it often does, and with good reason, because music is conveying story on another level, a less conscious level sometimes, for the audience. And sound effects, when we think about the stage performance in a live theater, Mostly what we would be hearing are the natural sounds of humans handling objects, such as doors or phones, but they would also often include things like the sound of the phone ringing, for example, so some recorded sound effects as well, or maybe somebody arriving by car off stage, the doors shutting, that sort of thing. In film, obviously, you're going to have a lot of music and sound effects to convey the story that is not being told visually or to support that story. Now, our job with adaptation to audiobooks is to identify what sounds help tell the story and keep the listener in the story engaged but not distracted. With film, we would typically have a very dense soundscape. So that would include all the ambiance sounds, you know, whether they're in a restaurant or outdoors or what kind of outdoors. Are they near a stream? Are they, you know, in a large room, a small room? These are all huge components of the film industry, less so in the audiobook world. We don't need to take it to quite that extreme to still have an excellent listening experience. And in fact, I think it can be easy to overdo it in audiobooks if we try to take it to that level. The next aspect of full cast productions we're going to talk about is casting. With theater and with film, obviously, there's a limit to how much double casting you can do. And it certainly happens in both worlds quite a bit. And that is typically handled with uh, either makeup or with costuming or both to 
make it so that the audience is not immediately picking up on the fact that it's actually the same actor. In the audiobook world, we're really doing all of that just with skilled actors who can do more than one voice. They can change their voice to sound like different people. An astute listener is often going to be able to still tell the difference, but it's not so much that that's the issue. It's not like we're trying to dupe them or trying to win some kind of game. It's really that we're trying to create a distinct sound so that the listener can easily follow the story. With the doubling up in the audiobook world of full cast, it really helps to manage costs and also the complexity of things like scheduling. While it is awesome to be able to gather in person a full cast with each person doing a single role, the cost to do it that way is generally prohibitive. And so it makes sense to look at the different ways that an excellent audio production can be accomplished without incurring such exorbitant costs. And casting is a big component of that. And even if you were to have a really huge budget to work with, having to gather everyone physically into one place also significantly impacts the available talent. So you're really shrinking that pool dramatically if you're trying to go for the in-person, altogether approach. Group recording sessions allow actors to play off each other making the scenes much more dynamic and also like they all fit together as a scene and and not just disjointed audio that is pulled together as if they're all in one space or uh, reacting off of each other. But each actor in those sessions records into their own DAW or their own recording software with the, their best mic and their best studio setup. So we get quality sound but we still can work with each person in their own space. All of that audio then is gathered together and edited in post-production. And just one note about this process and one of the things that is significant in post-production is the audio quality. And here what I'm referring to is mostly the room tone or the sound quality of the silence when you're not speaking. Each studio will have a slightly different quality of sound, and that is best addressed prior to the recording sessions to make sure we can optimize each to best fit together. But then again, it's going to be particularly addressed in the mastering process. Let's take a short pause and come back to talk about what you're going to do with all that audiobook content once you're done. Do you have a book that you imagine with multiple voices or a screenplay or stage play? At Pro Audio Voices, we love working on these more complex productions with music and sound effects and a full cast of voices. Bringing together decades of experience in both theater and audio production, our team brings your project to life. From manuscript preparation to casting to directing the actors, and a post-production team to bring it all together, Pro Audio Voices brings your project to life. Learn more at proaudiovoices.com 
forward slash full dash cast. Okay. So once you've got this audiobook edition of your play or your screenplay, what are you going to do with it? How can you best leverage it? That's what we're going to address now. First of all, as an audiobook, you have now opened up your channel of distribution into a whole other arena. And not surprisingly, at least to me, full-cast audiobooks are growing in popularity. People love films, and audiobooks are just about the closest we can come to film without going into that huge production cost and value that is involved in being on camera. So just being in the audiobook world is step number one, and having a full-cast production is already going to help you to narrow down and with that niche audience so that you're finding more easily the people who are into this kind of audiobook. Another way to get your content out uh, very effectively and what I do recommend is also have the audiobook made as a podcast. Do a series that is a podcast. That can be, as I've talked about in a few other episodes of this podcast, you can do it as a serial, which means that it gets listened to in order and it is a fixed number of episodes. It doesn't require you to be the host of anything. It's an option to host a show where you're sharing this content, but it is not required. Essentially, what that's doing is you're taking what is mostly already created for the audiobook, and you're leveraging it by getting it into the podcast world. Okay, just a couple quick points on this, and I would encourage you, if this is something you're thinking about, is to go check out the other episodes in Audiobook Connection podcast that are specifically about this topic of podcasts and audiobooks. But I'm going to just briefly touch on a couple of those here. When you do put your audiobook out as a podcast, you are essentially, yes, giving it away for free because most people are not charging for podcasts. There are definitely some models that are changing around that and some new models that are coming into play. But as a general rule, currently, you know, people are not paying to listen to a podcast. But your podcast is helping to leverage sales of your audiobook. And your audiobook can draw attention to your podcast. Now, you might ask why you would want to do that. Well, you may have something additional to offer that is more easily shared in the podcast environment or ecosystem. For example, other books, other services that you may offer, or you might have people that would like to sponsor your podcast, in which case you are earning money from that podcast, just not charging the people who are listening. But even more, specifically for play scripts and for screenplays, the audiobook itself may best serve for you as a tool to help market your play script or your screenplay. You may want to send that out to theater directors, theater producers, film industry professionals. This is a way that they can get a sample, a taste of what your project could be like. And for many people, it is much easier to imagine it if you have given them more of a model, this more fully enhanced kind of taste of it 
than just reading a script on a page. Another way that this can really help is to start to build your audience. If you have a piece that you think would make a fantastic film and you think is going to have a really high audience appeal, you can start to demonstrate that to a film producer or a theater director by building your audience initially with your audiobook. Establishing a following is a powerful message. And by having your work already created as an audiobook, it gives you additionally many marketing opportunities that you are missing out on if you only have it in text form. And the most powerful of those, I think, is the use of audiograms, being able to share short videos of samples of the audio in ways that can be posted in social media, that can be used on your website, and really any place that video can be shared and utilized. So that covers a lot more territory than we're going to go into here, but it is a powerful tool. Audiograms are a powerful tool. So that wraps up what we're going to cover for today. Thank you so much for being with me. If you have a play script, it may be it's a musical. If you have a screenplay, whether it's a straight piece or whether it's a musical, all of these are potentially great projects for full cast production in audio. If that's something you'd like to explore, we'd love to talk with you. Doing full cast projects is one of my favorite kinds of works to participate in, to bring my creative energies into. You can learn more at proaudiovoices.com, and we have several samples from full cast productions that you can listen to there. Thanks again for joining me. Have an awesome day. Thanks for joining us for Audiobook Connection, behind the scenes with the creative teams. Please take a moment to subscribe at audiobookconnection.com. The podcast is sponsored by Pro Audio Voices, helping great stories come alive through audiobook production and marketing. Learn more at proaudiovoices.com. Again, thanks for being with us, and please join us next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.